It's the E-Commerce Minute, your daily dose of e-commerce, tech, and retail news with your hosts, Bart Moraz and John Suter. The E-Commerce Minute is a production of Sumo Heavy, a digital commerce consulting firm in Brooklyn, New York, and Philadelphia. Find us on the web at sumoheavy.com. It's E-Commerce Minute, episode 638. In today's episode, Atari is opening hotels. Humans have an insatiable hunger for nostalgia. A prime example is the slew of classic Disney films being remade. Not to mention fashion trends always seem to come full circle since today's younger generation are clinging on to early 90s styles and so forth. One trend that never wears out is video game nostalgia. Old school video games in recent years have become incredibly accessible. Miniature versions of old console games continue to grow in popularity. One of the most iconic associations among Gen Xers and even some boomers is the beloved game manufacturer known as Atari. In 1972, Nolan Bushnell and Ted Dabney were looking to produce an electronic tennis game to be called Pong. They ultimately formed Atari Inc. on June 27th of that year and released the black and white tennis game five months later. The game shook up the video gaming world forever, and the rest is, as they say, history. Now, Atari has announced a licensing deal with the U.S. real estate developer True North Studio and GSD Group to build eight hotels in the U.S., Construction will begin in Phoenix in mid-2020 and more hotels to come in Austin, Chicago, Denver, Las Vegas, San Francisco, San Jose, and Seattle. The video game-themed destination will offer gaming playgrounds that include VR and AR games, and some locations will have venues and studios to accommodate eSports events. Atari says the hotels will have meeting rooms, co-working spaces, restaurants, bars, a bakery, a movie theater, and a gym. The company also says it'll be a destination for families and business travelers. This could be an interesting dynamic when you imagine businessmen trying to conduct meetings when little Jimmy is playing FIFA next door. Atari received a $600,000 advance for inking the deal and will receive 5% of hotel revenue. The hotel will be located close to Steve Wozniak's WozU University campus in Arizona, which is also associated with the Phoenix-based GSD group. This is a different take on nostalgia than we're used to, and we're anxious to see how this plays out. do 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 <laughs> I like this. I, I want to see this hotel. I'm one of those old video game nostalgia guys. I fall solidly into that demographic, and I would definitely give my money to an Atari hotel. Thank you. Yeah, I would love to see this. I think Atari is really cool. I'm wondering, was there any renderings of what it would look like? Yeah, I'm wondering, are yeah they going there was. Oh, okay. So it's got the swoopy Atari logo built into the facade, which is very cool. I don't see any internal. So I guess that's just the, the facade for now. And I guess they would go for a whole maybe 70s or 80s aesthetic. It's interesting that the journey that Atari has had over the years, it has died and reborn a few times. Most recently, they were trying to resurrect their game console, but the console... The Atari VCS Retro console has been reported to be going under significant difficulties with the console's lead architect claiming that he hadn't been paid in over six months. Yikes. If Atari a gaming company is having this much trouble building a game console, <laughs> wonder how the hotels will turn out. Ooh, okay. Well, this doesn't sound so good. Well, yeah. they're, they're owned by somebody else now, right? There's a lot of tea. Spill that, it. Spill okay. it. Spill that tea. The new console, the Atari VCS, their lead architect, Rob Wyatt, quit the project, claimed his design consultancy has been paid in over six months, and Wyatt's Tin Giant consultancy was hired to develop the console's hardware and software shortly before the console's $3 million Indiegogo campaign came to a close. <laughs> so, basically, the console itself is supposed to be more like a PC. 
Yeah, it says it's more like a more like PC in a custom chassis. So, because I was on the mailing list for that, and it looked like a standard. Well, actually, it looked like a tricked out game console. But now, what I'm reading here, it's basically a PC custom chassis run on a standard Linux distribution system. Atari executives refused to approve the development of a custom operating system. Well, that would cost a lot of money and a lot of time. So I understand that. No app store. <laughs> okay, this thing's doomed. Yeah. So anyway, getting back to the, the theme of the, the, the thread, the theme of this story here is that I think Atari is just playing on the nostalgia. And if they play it out correctly, it could almost be like Bart. I mean, when you think of hotel chains and thematic, like Hard Rock. Hard Rock, didn't they start out as just like restaurants and then they just took that whole thematic thing and really kind of went with it? Yeah, I mean, there's a few people who are trying to sort of do thematic things, but it's a whole Atari thing. I mean, I think they'll be better off doing that Chuck E. Cheese hotel. But <laughs> <just>. <laughs> but what Bart is referring to is Nolan Bushnell. For those who don't know, he started Atari, but he also started Chuck E. Cheese. Chuck e. Cheese. Quite a story. And in fact, if you want to learn the T, as Brittany would say, on Atari, we're going to suggest a very good podcast. It's called Tales of Silicon Valley. You can find it wherever you get your podcasts. What is it, a mini series, short mini series, like eight? I think episodes? it's, a, yeah, it's a summary. I think it's it was like episode one. two. <laughs> yeah, it's, well, episode one or episode two called Hot Tub Millionaire. It's actually the whole story of Atari. Super interesting. No spoilers, but one of the rules when you worked for Atari in the early 70s is you could smoke as much pot as you want as long as you got your work done. <laughs> and they call it Hot Tub Millionaire because Nolan Bushnell would hold meetings in his office and he had hot tub. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> very, very prototypical 70s kind of thing. I'm waiting for the movie on that. I actually read a few few books on Atari. As I'm kind of an Atari head from because I'm, you know, as I said, I'm old. I'm front. <clears throat> what was that? Sorry. You got a frog in your throat there? Yeah. Yes. I'm an old I'm an old person who likes old video games. So super interesting. Tales of Silicon Valley podcast. Definitely a good recommendation. Where were you when you found out that Chuck E. Cheese is and Atari are the same guy? Uh yeah, that was, that was, walking down the street from here. Yeah. Down the street. Like, worlds collide. All right, we're doing a little stat time. After three decades of lackluster performance, Atari's most recent half-year earnings showed a 16% year-over-year gross profit margin gain. Atari's bottom line could get a boost if the hotels are successful, as it will take 5% cut of the hotel revenues. Atari 26 launched in 1977 and sold more than 30 million units before being discontinued in 1992, according to Business Week and History. Video games market is expected to be worth over 90 billion U.S. dollars by 2020 from nearly 78.61 billion in 2017. And one thing I want to point out, Atari, which we didn't cover in the story, I think they are, are they are piggybacking on the esports trend. I know Philly, we just built an esports stadium right in the middle of our stadium complex. Esports is huge. They could just run all their events through Atari hotels. Makes complete sense. Would be a great tie-up. That's a really good point. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, it just kind of hit me in the head here. Uh, I was thinking That's like esports is pretty big. Uh, like I said, we have an esports stadium opening soon in Philadelphia. I still cannot wrap my head around the fact that thousands of people will sit and watch other people play video games, but what do I know? <laughs> would you part? Would you pay to watch somebody play video games? I've never been into video games, but I understand the the background for it. 
See, I always played video games, so to watch someone else play a video game is a bit of a disconnect for me. But John, all of us just watched the Super Bowl. Well, I was just gonna playing the game. I was just gonna make. I was just gonna make a funny <laughs> joke. I was just gonna make a funny joke. I saw on Twitter this one guy says to his son, "Son, why do you spend all your time watching other people play video games on YouTube? You could just play them yourself." And the little kid doesn't miss a beat and turns around and says, you sit and watch football all day long. Why don't you go out and play football, dad? Burn. for that burn. There it is right there. That That's is a why. Drag. Yeah. That's I was why. like, okay, point taken kid. You're going to rule the world one day. Yeah. I love that. All right. You guys got anything else? No. I'll see you commerce minute for today. We'll see you on the internet tomorrow. That's it for today's show. If you like the show, do us a favor and subscribe or leave us a review on iTunes. And don't forget, you can now listen to the e-commerce minute on your Amazon device. Just add e-commerce minute to your flash briefing. And finally, if you have a comment or suggestion or just want to say hi, find us on social media at Sumo Heavy. <laughs>